The opinions expressed by the host of the show are his and his only, but we do hope you agree with those. And remember, past performance does not guarantee future results. We'll begin with a spin Traveling in the world of my creation What we'll see will defy explanation Welcome to episode 16 of the Hobby Quick Hits. I'm your host, John Newman. You ever heard the saying, time is money, money is time? Well, I'm a subscriber to that theory. Some of it may be due to what I do for my real job, which is the transportation industry and, and big rig trucking and everything being on a schedule and having to be there on time and you're in a shipping or dispatch office and if your paperwork's not right, you got to go back to your truck and, and get the proper paperwork, go to the back of the line, and you lose your spot, you lose time, you, you lose money. Um, and I was, I've was just always been like that. I've tried to be uh, productive with my time. Some days I'm better at it than others, like everybody. Um, you know, and, and so wh what does that have to do with the hobby? Well, the time you spend... Uh, especially this is going to be more geared to the selling aspect of the hobby but the more time you spend listing and and getting your stuff uh, ready for sale production shipping um, all that factors into the profit now I know some I've heard some subscribe to the theory that if you enjoy it it's not uh, you know, shouldn't be a factored into the cost factor. And, you know, I'm going to respectfully disagree uh, with that. You know, some some days I enjoy my job at, at work. I have great days, but I'm not working uh, for free. Uh, so, you know, and I know that's comparing sort of apples to oranges, but not really because all, you know, I don't want to be morbid. We just did a show on, on card mortality uh, here on this program and on Dr. Uh, James Beckett program, but you know, we don't know how much time we have. And so, uh, the one thing as I've gotten older that I've tried to get better with is time management and watching how much time I spend on, on particular things. And, and, you know, I've, I've even gotten apps to help me be better. You know, I've, I've got, um, one app I use, they don't, they're not a sponsor or anything, but I'm honest, is Hootsuite. Another app I use is Buffer. It, it allows me kind of the, the one thing I wanted to do this year was be more productive with, with the two shows that I do that are, that are mine alone, this one and Sports Card Nation. Um, I've always said, you know, I'm readily accessible. Anyone can reach out, message me, and that will always remain true. But one thing I noticed, uh, months back and even further back was I was spending too much time online, too much time on Twitter, too much time on my phone. I mean, my own son, who's 20, uh, you know, who's, you know, they age where they're, those, those, that generation's always on their phone and, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, my own son said to me, dad, you're always on your phone. You're always online. Like, it's like too much. Don't you think? And, 
it really made me step back and you don't see it when you're in it. You know, we can go back to the addiction episode. Not saying I was addicted uh, maybe to my phone, but not, not necessarily social media. And I just was spending too much time. I was on Twitter just scrolling through way too much, reading stuff, responding to stuff. Uh, you know, and it's good to respond and be proactive and, and active and, and whatnot. But I was just losing time, you know. Uh, you, you don't realize and it's like two hours later or an hour and a half later. And so, you know, I decided, man, you know, the, the show itself, you know, between interviews and editing uh, takes hours. And so I, I said, man, I got to manage my time better. I, there's, you know, there's other things I'm, I'm, I want to do, you know, whether it's fishing or I still play softball. And I, I just, you, I have to balance my time better. And so that's what this show is about. So, you know, going to the social media aspect, I got, I use Hootsuite. And Hootsuite allows me to, you know, and I, I this is my routine, you know, everyone's different, but, you know, I, my phone is my alarm for work. And so it's, it's usually in bed with me or on the night, you know, next to me on the nightstand. But before, a lot of times before I go to sleep for the day and call it a day, I'll get my phone out, open up Hootsuite, and schedule whatever post I want to run on my social media uh, the following day. I, I schedule them, and, it, and I automate it, and so it automates it. And so not every post, I mean, uh, I, I'd probably say 50 to 60% are automated schedule posts, and 50 to 60% are me opening the app and, and posting myself. And I still peruse Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and see what's going on. But I just limit my time, and Hootsuite and Buffer allows me to schedule uh, these posts for me. And I can set the time. I can even set the date weeks ahead if, if I so choose. I usually do it a day or two ahead. Um, that's just me. And the other nice thing about Hootsuite, uh, again, they should, uh, they should pay me here for, for being kind of an infomercial form. But um, it also tells me who responds so that I can respond uh, in kind. If someone responds with a question or a comment, it'll, it'll alert me and then I can uh, obviously respond if, if need be so I don't ignore anyone. So it allows me to manage my time, uh, not be on there uh, as much. And then I have other time uh, to, to dedicate to other facets uh, of my life. So let's go back to the selling uh, aspect, if you will. And I've, I've sold basically since I've been 15 years old. I did my first solo show at 15. I worked uh, for a card store owner at 14. Um, so I've kind of been on the selling aspect from a very uh, young age, almost over 30 years of selling. I have a sales tax number. I had a store for four years. And, uh, you know, I know some say, well, you know, I love it. And so I don't count it as time spent working. It's not work. And that's, that's fine. I, I, I get that if that's how you feel. And I'm not, I can't tell someone how to feel. But I can only say how I feel. And so here's my, my theory is. I enjoy the aspect of cards. I enjoy the aspect of selling. And, and we do, you know, 2020 has been my best. As crazy as, as it sounds with everything going on in the world, 
the hobby's <laughs> booming, as, as we all know. And uh, thus far through June, uh, 2020's been my best year ever. I mean, uh, you know, ROI-wise, total sales-wise, um, and even even during my store years, uh, which were, were pretty good. I mean, we're on pace right now to to probably break a couple of those uh, records even. And, uh, you know, don't ask me how that is. Um, sometimes you just catch lightning in the bottle, a little luck uh, bestowed on you or whatnot. But uh, it is. But, you know, I love selling stuff. I mean, it, I, 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 like I said, I've, I've done it for so long. And, uh, you know, it allows me to buy new inventory, which I always love to do, obviously. And... But the time to, to list it, to package it up, is a factor. And so I'm always looking for ways there to, uh, you know, cut my time down. Uh, I do, you know, when it comes to shipping, I use the PayPal multi-print uh, function. I'm sure there's better ways. Um, I know a lot of people use, uh, like, the, the Dymo printers or other printers to print shipping tags uh, quicker. Um, sort of laser print them out stickers and then they can go right on i thought about that uh, right now i just use the paypal function cut cut that label out tape it on there you know package the package up and and get it on its way that works for me uh in the moment and you know we, we talked about selling platforms a selling platform that i like and and uh is sport lots and sport lots is is for that lower end of cards from from base commons to you know dollar two dollar five dollar inserts and and parallels and, and and those things and you know i've got about six more thousand cards that i'd like to list on there but you know one thing about sport lots it's it's not terrible uh, as far as listing goes but it is a little time consuming to list and when you know when you think about six thousand cards if you're familiar with that platform, that's a good chunk of time. And so then I'm weighing, you know, the the, the pluses and minuses of the 6,000 cards. And, you know, I deal a lot in graded. And I just came off a weekend where I sold four or five big money graded cards, you know, four figures. Not four, not individually four figures, but all total they were, came over well, well over four figures in, in sales. And that whole that whole process took me from listing it on the site that I sold it on, and, and packaging it up was was minimal, and I, I you know and here you are with with over thousands of dollars in sales in a minimal time. And then I think about sports lots. This isn't a, necessarily a, a slam on sports lots, but I think you know I'd like to list these six thousand cards I have sitting here on the site. You know, they're all cards that range from probably eighteen cents to probably five dollars at the at the max. But all the time I'm gonna spend doing it and maybe the sales that were that result from it, it just doesn't, you know, to me weigh out that I wanna spend that time. Uh, you know, it's it's spring and summer here in, in New York State, temperatures are warming up. I wanna go outside, enjoy a cigar, a drink sit in my new hot tub if that's the case and rather than do that where I can 
list some slabs or some graded cards and you know a couple sales of those and it's a four-figure deal and uh took me you know 10 15 minutes instead of a few hours if not longer and so you know i'm waiting for the first service to pop up that lists sport cards for you i'm almost willing to pay a commission you know for someone uh, to do that maybe some place exists i don't even aware of them if that's the case uh let me know but I, that that's kind of the the dichotomy there is you know between the graded cards and six thousand uh lower end cards and i and i i believe in equality in, in the high price. i be, i love low end i love mid-tier and obviously i love high end and there's a place for everything i have every all three of those levels but the time you got to wait. To me, I weigh out the time, and, and is it worth it to do it? You know, would I love to have those 6,000 cards available for someone to purchase? I, sure, I just said that. But the time that it would take to do it, it, I don't know if it's the production time is worth the end game, which is the sales. And, and then when I sell, you know, three or four other cards that only take 10 minutes to list, and it, it makes what it does... It really sours me on listing those six thousand lower end cards, and and so it, it's it's things you have to play tug of war with in your own mind. But I I am a firm believer, uh, time is money. You can never get you know your time back when it's gone. It's gone. If you you know spend four hours surfing the web, you know and you and when it's all said and done, you're like man, uh, where did the time go? You really can't get that back and uh, for some people sorting and listing um going through sleeving everything up is a labor of love and, and and i say it's a labor of love for me too but remember you know i've done it for so long it's like anything you do anything for 30 uh, almost 40 years it's not the same as it used to be and and then when you get older like i am uh, you know, in my 40s here, approaching 50, and you realize time is of the essence, that you have, you're closer to the finish line than the start, not to be morbid, and but that's the truth. I mean, if I live to 70, which is no guarantee, uh, you know, that's 23 years from now and I'm 47. I mean, you know, when you really think about that, it'd sort of be depressing. I'm, I'm laughing because, you know, it is what it is, but... Again, I'm closer to that. When you get older, I think, you, you start thinking about time more. How much do you have left? Do I want to do this and spend two, three hours that I can never get back? Time becomes more of a commodity than when you're 20 or even in your 30s. And you, you, you're not thinking about kind of the, the finish line and where it is and uh, how fast you want to get there and, and what do you want to do on the way uh, to the finish line. And so for me, I've, I've gotten better, uh, at least I think so, with, with my time, managing it, where I spend it, using apps and, and different things to uh, be more productive in less time. And, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the way we live. You know, in, in jobs, they want more done in less time with less people. And, uh it's just the, the way, you know, I'm, I'm on the corporate side of things. And so that's how it's how it's done. And so um, I've kind of brought that to my hobby side, if you will, uh, which I which I would have did any, anyway, because 
again, as you get older, you realize and appreciate to enjoy the time that you have uh, because it's it's there's less of it than ever before. And so there's my rant about hobby time. Um, you know, give me some feedback. Do you agree, disagree? Uh, if you, you know, if you agree and you do things, what techniques do you do to save time, whether it be surfing the web or, or doing something in the hobby, buying or selling stuff? What apps or what techniques do you use to manage your time efficiently? If you enjoy the show, we appreciate positive reviews on whatever platform you're listening to the show. And once again, we thank you for your time that you spent listening to this show because time is a commodity. Take care, everybody. Happy